I, I read something and it, it just got into my spirit and it was, I'm not perfect. I'm just forgiving. And that spoke volumes to me. Because at the end of the day, yes, we are saved by grace. You know, um, we do have the gift of salvation that's available to us. Um, forgiveness is available to us, surely. But at the same time, when, uh, when you're discouraged, just know that none of us are perfect. Not in our own will. Not in the will of God, yes. Yes, you are. You are perfect in his will. But outside of his will, no, we're not perfect. And we're subject to mistakes. So just know, anytime you make a mistake, anytime you're having to um, learn a lesson, because we don't lose, we just learn lessons, okay? So if you're at a point in your life where you're learning a lesson, just know that at that point, you're not perfect on your own. But you are forgiven. Okay? Real short, real short. Nothing deep today. But I just had to share that with you because it resonated with me. Um, let's go before God in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for yet another day. Thank you for the breath of life. Thank you for opening up our eyes. Thank you for clothing us in our right minds, Lord. Thank you so much for just being a blessing with your presence your presence is all that we need because in that you're closer to us than our own skin and you want nothing but the best for us lord so thank you thank you for loving us when we're not being lovable to ourselves thank you for covering us even when we don't realize that we need covering even when we don't realize that we're in danger thank you for protecting us from danger seen and unseen but, Lord, we honor you and give you praise. I ask for your presence right now in this particular episode. Of course, this is first and foremost always your show. And I thank you for allowing me to be in this seat every week. And, Lord, thank you for getting our guests here safely. And I pray that our, our listeners, their ears are anointed to hear. And may it be a blessing to them. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ah, the Selah moment. I don't know. I've been enjoying listening to this gentleman. I, I hope I get to talk to him one day. But uh, our song for today for the Selah moment is My Hands Are Lifted Up by Javante Patton. Right there, my heart. 
the Selah moment my hands are lifted up by Javante Patton well you know I got to just say good morning to a couple of people so good morning to my daddy good morning daddy I know you're up and about and uh, to my brother 
Ed Jr. and his beautiful wife, Veronica. Good morning over in Hiram, Georgia. Good morning, Aunt Barbara and Uncle Johnny over in Fairburn. And to my sisters, the collective ladies. I think Dr. Wanda's on the road tuning in, so travel safely, sis. And um, Angelette and Carmelia, good morning to you as well. I love each and every one of you, and I can't wait uh, to see you guys soon. And... Um, just to you our listeners thank you very much and let me know you're tuning in you know i love to shout you out it's not a problem so let me know and uh i love to uh just uh make it known uh because uh we appreciate in everything all of your support whether you just tune in or come to any events in the community just know that we appreciate it all and um, before I bring in my guest, I do want to say good morning to my Wu2 family down in Albany, Georgia, 88.3 FM. Good morning to you, and thank you so very much uh, for uh, the partnership and the love being shown to me from Southwest Georgia. I appreciate that. But now, let me bring in my guest. Today, I have Judge Parker. Judge earned his Georgia real estate license in 1998 his broker license in 2001, and instructor's license in 2010. While actively selling real estate, Judge achieved annual sales high enough to place him in the multi-million dollar club. That's what I'm, we, we gotta talk about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Judge has handled real estate transactions in numerous areas, including first-time buyers, investment properties, foreclosures, residential resale, luxury homes, commercial real estate, and commercial property management. He is an approved Georgia Association of Realtors Partners in Education instructor, which I heard he's superb at, and has served as the 2015 president of Metro South Association of Realtors. Also, he has served as the 2017 GAR Forms Committee Chairman and was named 2018 and 2022 state of georgia instructor of the year by the georgia association of realtors additionally he has he was awarded a grant from the research and recovery fund from the georgia real estate commission to teach broker responsibilities and managing a georgia real estate trust account to brokers and agents licensed in georgia guys I've spoken with two very, very good real estate agents, and they sing his praises, like, loudly. And they don't even know each other, I don't think. And they said practically the same thing, so it has to be true. But Judge has spent countless hours training and instructing thousands of real estate professionals locally and around the state he is a member of Ben Hill United Methodist Church. He loves golf. <laughs> I just discovered that about him. He loves golf, <laughs> and it is an honor to have you here. Good morning, Judge Parker. Well, good morning. Thank you for having me. Yes. Now, I know that your first name is Judge, but you know how certain people have names that right. you just got to say the first and the last. It just sounds right. good together. Yeah, it, it makes the phone ring when I leave a message. <laughs> People call you back. They call you back yeah. when they hear Judd Parker. Mm-hmm. For sure. For well, sure. welcome to Spiritual Fortitude. Thank you again for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you for your yes. Now, are you originally from Georgia? No, I'm originally from Arkansas. Okay. 
okay. uh, got to Georgia by way of the military. I was oh, in the army, okay. and uh, I was at Fort McPherson, um, golly, for about five years at McPherson. But I spent a total of eleven years there. I was um, a part of Force Comms headquarters where Colin Powell was a commander. Wow. I was on his detail for three years. That's your man. Yeah, so I worked with him for three years. It was pretty cool. I bet that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. And so from being in the military, making that transition mm-hmm. once you came out, how, how did how did that happen? Well, that happened first from Bank of America. Okay. Um, I started out at Bank of America as a consultant uh, in their credit area. And then uh, the gentleman who had a territory decided that he fell in love in Hawaii and he sent the bank an email saying he wasn't coming back. <laughs> And he was senior vice president of the Western region. Wow. And my boss, which was the president uh, at that time, came to me and said, hey, I need you to take over this region. So I ended up being senior vice president of Western region. I covered 26 states, about a $2.8 billion portfolio that I managed. And it was special assets, mm-hmm. um, expensive yachts, uh, Gulfstream jets, mm-hmm. um, travel trailers, Monaco, motorhomes, all kinds of different Toys. It was a lot of big, expensive toys. And from there, I was selling real estate had, was a part of the portfolio. It was about two and a half million was the minimum amount that I would see. And mm-hmm. I saw how much money I was paying real estate agents. So the bank wanted to get in real estate anyway. Mm-hmm. So in 1996, they sent me to school to get a real estate license. Wow. And then once I got a real estate license, you know, I thought about some things. I was traveling 280 days a year. So I was on the road constantly. And um, I came home one evening, and I had talked to my boss. I said, listen, I wanted to stop to travel as much and move my office from Alpharetta to downtown Atlanta because I lived in Fayetteville. Yes, sir. And they said no, and I gave them a 60-day notice of re- a resignation, and I resigned And um, June 1st of um, that year, of 1999, mm-hmm. I rolled into real estate full-time. My God. Yeah, and, so it's, and been very successful. I've had some success. Yes. Yeah, you know, and and I and I always say this that I've had success. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, successful is completion. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay. not finished yet. So yes, I'm sir. I'm still having some success. It's been some challenges, mm-hmm. but you know, you still have success. But you have to keep putting one foot in front of the other, Absolutely. and and have to kind of keep moving through it, even when it doesn't feel good. Right. Because I, I have a lot of them days I'd be wanting to cuss. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I really do. you know, you just want to cuss. You're like, man, why am I doing this? Oh my god! You know, you get you get a little pissed off with God because you're like, hey, what's up, man? Right? Why I got to go through all of this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just being real. It happens. Please keep it one hundred yeah. with me, Judge. Yeah. I'm just yes, being sir. Real. Because uh, I and I'm laughing hard because even being of the of the ministry. You, you have them moments when you you do you just wanna ooh and mm-hmm. it take um, a lot of emotional intelligence and, and intestinal fortitude. Yes, yes. Keep it in perspective. Lots. Yeah, and I always say that you know I don't operate out of emotion. It it's it's it has please. to be logic. I have to think it through 
in order to do it. Because see, emotion, I always look at it from this perspective. The root word to emotions mm-hmm. uh, is motion. That means movement. Mm. So that means that you're going to feel this way one moment, you're going to feel another way the next moment. But yes, you don't want to make a decision at the moment that you're not feeling good that's going to harm you or hurt you in the next moment. Absolutely. You may not be able to get to those moments because you've already made a decision that's not going to allow you to get somewhere else where you're trying to go. So you have to look at it and be logical about it and make a decision based upon what is logical reasoning. You need to think it through. That's so right. you don't you don't make that emotional decision because that emotional decision can be deadly. That's true. That's true. And I'm glad that that was brought out because a lot of things that tend to go in the wrong direction. Is out of emotion. Out of emotion. Mm-hmm. Out of mm-hmm. emotion. Um, my, I, years ago, my pastor told me we should never operate in emotion. Mm-hmm. He did. And it took me a minute. Mm-hmm. It, I, I, it, it took me some years for that to... And, you know, and it's not a man or a woman thing. Mm-hmm. It's a human thing. It is. You know, it men is. can be very emotional, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, women can be emotional. We all can. We're yes. all creatures. We, you know, we're wrapped in, 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 in flesh, and we have feelings. And that's right. something that we tend to guard from ourselves, mm-hmm. but doesn't matter about somebody else. So out of our emotions, we hurt somebody else's feelings. Do you think it's it's when when we act on emotion, does is that a part of, does that put us in a place of being self-centered? I put it puts you in a place of compromise mm. uh, because you now going to have to compromise based upon what it is that you done or said. Right. You know, my grandmother used to always say this. She said, "Once you ring a bell, you can't unring it." Mm. And emotions can ring a lot of bells. True. And you can't take it back. You can't get mad at somebody and call them out their name and say, "Oh, I'm sorry." Mm-hmm. You didn't say it. Now you released it. Yeah. That's so what you were thinking. that's what you were thinking. <laughs> right. So it, it, you can't change that. So, you you know, it it puts you in a place of compromise. And then when you have to be in a place of compromise, then you can only get that which what someone else is willing to give. Right. Because of what it is that you may or may may not done out of your emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it can go either way. You can be emotional and do something or be emotional and not do it and cause even more harm to somebody because you didn't do it. Right. So it, it just you got to can't can't operate out of emotion. Yes, sir. Amen. So, um, with that being said, with the amount of, of deals you've made over the years with investments, I mean, just dealing with billions of dollars, how, how, how do you keep yourself in check when it comes to making the right decisions, um, professionally? Okay. For me, one, I take a minute, Mm -hmm. look at all of the, the different play and the nuances that's going on. Mm -hmm. Then I think about what it is that I should do from a service perspective, but also think about what is it that I can do from a legal perspective. Right. So I make sure I keep all of those things in mind in making a decision to include helping clients. And I may tell them, well, the law says X, we can't do this this way. This is how it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, and there's no getting around the law mm-hmm. or trying to get over the law mm-hmm. or get past the law. Yes, no, nope. I always tell folks, if you, you do that, if you try to get past something, get around something, it's going to come back to you even stronger than what it was. You got to go through it because yeah. when you go through it, you break the energy of it. So it's no longer going to be the way that it came to you initially. Mm. So you got to go through it. Once you go through it, then you better understand how to handle things moving forward. Yes, sir. And that's the same thing with, with situations with real estate. I go through the scenario with them and say, OK, here's what we got. Mm-hmm. Here's what we can do. Here, here's the effect of this. Here's the effect of that. Which one is going to be? less of a of a uh, an effect 
But sometimes the greater effect is probably what you need in order to get to where you're trying to go. I, I'm, I've never been one to run from problems. I always mm-hmm. try to hit, hit them head up. Yes, sir. But sometimes they hurt. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's what I need. Yes, sir. In order to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go go through it the way that I should and, and, and the way that it's presented. Right. And and not try to get around it, you know. And it's it's just every situation, case by case, is just different. You just have to make a decision based upon the particular scenario that's in front of you, right. and and then dealing with other people. And I, you know, I have to always keep my emotions in check mm-hmm. so they don't get emotional. Because right. the moment I get emotional, then they all gonna be in uproar, right. and and it's chaos at that point. Mm-hmm. So I have to try to keep those things together. And and a lot of times. You know, my girlfriend Tamika tells me all the time she's like you got a lot of patience but that, I didn't get that right away that was learned yes, that was a learned behavior mm-hmm. and and it takes sometimes I'll be on the phone and she's with me and people are just going on and on and on and on and I, I don't say anything I'm just listening and she's like oh lord I would have hung up by now <laughs> But the the point is that you you just have to learn your when you learn your craft you learn how to work and operate in it Absolutely. in order to be effective with it. Absolutely, yes, sir. And patience is definitely a virtue. Well, it is. Yeah. It is a virtue, yeah. but you know everybody doesn't exercise it. No, no, because I know some very impatient people. It's like yeah. bless your heart. Right. Okay. I need it now, 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 now. Well, see, right now may not be what you really right. need. You right. know, you might need to wait a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Judge, you handle a lot of, and I hate going back to this, but, but mm-hmm. with you being able to handle the amount of money that you do in real estate, were you always interested in finance? You know, was that, you know, a part of you just, did you have a general interest in it? Then once you got into real estate, it just, and the banking industry, it just grew or? Well, the bank kind of put me in there. Gotcha. Um, you know, my grandmother used to always tell me, she said, you got favor. It's up to you as to how you use it. Mm-hmm. I had no desire to be in that arena. That wasn't what I was looking to do. I wanted to do computers initially. Really? I went to school for computer programming and ended up in finance and in banking and then found out that I loved it more than I thought, Mm -hmm. you know, just from doing it. But the big part about that was, was seeing how you help affect and change other people's lives in a positive way. And that kind of was the motivator at that point. And, and, you know, not finishing college. I didn't finish college. But, again, I was senior VP. My job role required a master's degree in finance. Wow. And I didn't have that. that and it, Well, yeah, and it ain't fair. But, you know, <laughs> sometimes it you know it shows itself. And, yes. and I always had a level of respect for money yes, in regards to I didn't treat it as easy come, easy go. Mm. It was hard to get and i'm gonna save a bit right you know (laughs) in order to 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 be able to to live for another day yes sir. and and from there i was able to help other people realize some things i never remember this one closing that was really profound to me one time Mm -hmm. um young lady had never owned a house Mm -hmm. and we were got the deal together everything worked out and then we went to the house to do a walkthrough before we get go to closing Mm -hmm. And um, 
I said, okay, well, we're good. Everything's been done here, and we're going to get ready to go to close. And she looked at me. She said, is this really happening? Wow. I said, yeah, this is really happening. She said, these people going to give me this house? I said, no, your credit and the things you've done in the past has gotten you this right. house. They're not giving it to you. You had to qualify. And Jackie kept looking at me, and her daughter came, and, you know, we were doing a walkthrough. And, and again, she's when we got to the closing table, she's started crying I said you okay she said I just can't believe this is happening mm. and the thing that, that was so profound for me was is that nobody in her house nobody in her family had ever owned a house she was wow. the absolute first person the first, the first. the first person so and I knew then mm -hmm. that what I was doing was a, bigger than you right it was much bigger than me yeah. right is much bigger than me. So, and my focus has never been on money. Mm -hmm. My focus has always been on service. And money, yeah. in my opinion, is a byproduct of good service. If you're providing good service, you're going to make the money. Yes, sir. You just got to provide the service. Now, you are an instructor mm -hmm. um, in, in real estate as well. So, you're more on the broker side or just the whole arena? All of it. I'm also a broker, too. So, okay. I have a broker's license as well. I have yes, I have a real estate firm mm -hmm. as also, but... Oh. We don't. I practice real estate from a referral perspective. I don't have any agents because I do mostly training. So I'm trained all over the place, all over the state, okay. and and to include North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Alabama. Yes, I get picked up on those areas too for those agents that are there. They have Georgia license. Okay. And so I do that, but I still sell, and mm -hmm. I sell because I need to stay connected to the business to gotcha. know what the nuances are and what the changes are. I think one biggest mistake that most instructors make is that that's all that they do mm. and they don't see what's actually happening to help agents better understand what they should be doing to be more effective yes sir so keeping it fresh with the craft itself absolutely i love it mm -hmm. and and as an instructor judge do you do you teach um your students about servanthood as far as you know what you do being way bigger than the way bigger than yourself and actually um, taking on the the heart of a servant when they're dealing with their clients. Absolutely, and and I tell them that all the time is that you know your role is to serve, mm -hmm. and 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 not to not to be in charge or in control. You let their clients and customers be in charge and in control. Your role is to service them. However it is that they want you to service them is what you should provide. But yes, stay within the confines of the law as to what you're required to do legally. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, always keep an open mind that it's not about you, it's about them. Because what they buy, they got to live with, not you. But you don't want them to buy something later they're going to come and blame you for because you didn't do the, the things. And the necessary thing, I find so many agents that are chasing money. Wow. Chasing money. That's all that they after. You, you know, you look at Instagram and Facebook all the time. Mm -hmm. They with Chanel bags mm -hmm. and Bentley cars <laughs> uh -huh. and, and you know, and, and Louis and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. And sometimes I hear I'm saying like, okay. They can't be making this kind of money. But some are, though. Don't get me wrong. And, and I don't wish anything bad on them. Right. But my point is, is that you have got to look at what's important with your business mm -hmm. and that is the people yeah. and not the stuff right you know not all the material things mm -hmm. because you know those things will rust away yes they will but relationships don't they don't if you keep relationships strong mm -hmm. you create great relationships then you're going to have those and those relationships in my opinion is money it is because word of mouth travels absolutely yeah absolutely i love it
Um, now, Judge, you're not you. We we talked about it already, but mm-hmm. you you dabbled in radio yourself. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. For oh, golly, about seven or eight years. Wow. Yeah. Now, do you miss it? Eh, a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I miss the opportunity sometimes to share from that perspective. Yeah, yes, sir. a little bit, but yeah. not not as not as much as I probably would if I had did it every day. Yes, sir. Yeah, and it was more of a maybe twice a week or maybe once a month or twice a month type thing. It just depends on when when they needed me or wanted me to do a show or something of that nature. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Y'all, he had a show. What was the name of your show? George? Church folks. Church folk. Woo! When he described that show to me, I was like, man, yeah. we need that back. Yeah. Church folks. You know, all the cliches that, that church folks say that ain't biblically based. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, goodness. It's, it's emotionally found uh-huh. and senselessly given. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they just say it and say it and say it until it becomes uh, common. Right. And there's no biblical truth to it. Right. I get it. Hey, I'm blessed and highly favored, okay? <laughs> Who you favor? God favors us all. <laughs> Don't count me out. <laughs> oh, I could go there, but I'm not. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that was one that used to always give me. I said, okay. Oh, man. Say, so you ain't the only one God love and favors. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> And it's always a little, a little emphasis behind it. Oh yeah, it's real strong emphasis behind yeah. it. Yeah, like you sound, ain't, sound you don't. A little petty or right there, you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't hang with me, so you don't know my guy. You right, you don't know mine either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Judge, oh woo! This is the perfect segue. Perfect segue. To the spiritual fortitude praise break. So let's stick a pen in our conversation <laughs> right now. The spiritual fortitude praise break song today is This Is The Day by Fred Hammond. Now, it's the spiritual fortitude praise break on 102.6 The Situation.
Amen, amen. And that was the spiritual fortitude praise break. The spiritual fortitude praise break was This Is The Day by Fred Hammond. And the spiritual fortitude praise break is sponsored by Anointed Aromas, which is owned and operated by Apostle Lawanda Peters. Good morning, Apostle Peters. Anointed Aromas provides organic hand port candles, specialty candles, anointed blends, and more. There are a wide variety of fragrances such as Better Than Vicks, Fresh Linen, Head Ease, Nag Champa, Citronella, Strawberry Lemonade, Frankincense and Myrrh, and Blueberry Lemonade, to name a few. Order yours today at LawandaPeters.com forward slash shop. All right, get your candles today. And I want to send a special shout out to CCI, which is Community Concerns Incorporated. It is an agency committed to assisting the homeless and the working poor. But because of the pandemic, they had to close down their downtown facility, which was Odyssey 3. So now with their housing programs, they're ending the nightmare of homelessness for some of the most in-need citizens of Atlanta. Housing is provided at the Odyssey Villas, which consists of 32 apartment units with two, three, or four bedrooms for families transitioning from homelessness. Odyssey Oasis includes three standalone houses that can be shared by single working women and a resource center that is used to distribute groceries, clothing, and household goods to those in need. So our annual fundraising drive, I say annual because I am on the board. So uh, the fundraising drive is coming this fall. I will um, give more details as we get closer to uh, that date and time. But if you want to contribute, whether it's through your hands or with your funds, just know that it is always appreciated. And you can donate via the CCI website at www.communityconcernsinc.com. You can download the Givelify app and look for Community Concerns Incorporated and make your donation there. Or you can donate via PayPal using donate at communityconcernsinc.com. Or you can mail a check or money order to Community Concerns Inc. at P.O. Box 4185, Atlanta, Georgia 30302. Now, before the break, (laughs) my guest judge parker <laughs> we're talking about the subject of church folk <laughs> he had a show called church folk on the radio once um and uh talked about all the cliches and things that are pretty much man-made mm-hmm. and, and thought of and made up that aren't really biblically sound so mm-hmm. and coming from the heart so we were talking about that um but judge i i appreciate you keeping it 100 because uh it's a lot of that going around it it is but you know a lot of times we tend to preserve feelings by not saying the truth because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings Uh and i find that that you do more harm when you don't do that and it's not about hurting their feelings it's about just giving them the truth or the facts because you know i'm like anybody else yes sir. i don't want to hear the truth about me sometimes right. but i need it mm. but i need it amen i need it so it's it's a thing that we have to be mindful of and i think church folks tend to some of church folks not all yeah. tend to believe that they're exempt from some things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh that's you you're gonna go to hell 
Oh, Ooh, they, oh, yeah, yeah. There are some that will send you straight to hell yeah. as if they are judge and jury, and they're not. Right. They're not. Right. Uh, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I so that. it's a it's a it's a situation where we have to be, as people have to be mindful that understand that we all fall short. Absolutely, we do. You know, and yeah. in in the Bible always it says that he who. When Jesus told the folks that was crucifying the woman, said, "He who that lived without sin cast the first stone." Yes, sir. And everybody went away because <laughs> they they were a sinful nature themselves. So yeah, it, it's but yeah. it's it's who we are. Yeah, I, I I think if if we truly took the time to understand our identity in Christ, Judge, I really think that we would um, truly back off. Um, and, and give not only ourselves but others a lot more grace than we do. Yeah, um, but I think that's hard for some to do. It is. Is to give grace, mm-hmm. you know, because grace is only for them, not for you. Mm-hmm. And that's how some people see it. Yeah, is that you don't you don't get the same grace I get. You're right. But the point is, is that my grace is for my situation and your grace is for your situation. And you can't say my my situation worse than yours. Well, who's to say that? Only God can say what the if it's worse or better. But but, you know, as I understood from the Bible, sin is a sin, whether it's big or small. It sure is. There are no levels. No. Right. But but in the church, they give levels. They give levels. For some reason. They give levels and they give. Well, well, you know, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that oh, bad. Told a white lie. Yeah. <laughs> a white lie. Why we don't say black lie or yellow lie, but a white lie. Mm-hmm. You told a white lie. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's it's interesting. I said we we church folks was always an interesting show. I bet it was. Always interesting. For real. Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. You might want to think about bringing it back. Mm, but. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Okay. Putting it out there. Okay. But judge now, you the the work that you do is extreme. I know there are times when you are extremely stressed. Yeah. Out to mm-hmm. the max. How do you, um, how do you how do you release that? How how do you deal with that? Golf golf i play a lot of golf mm-hmm. and that's my stress reliever but i also got my schedule down to the point where um i can control that level of stress okay. with the schedule and you know it's it's to the point where right now i teach three days a week tuesday wednesdays and thursdays mondays and fridays is generally my free days mm-hmm. along with the weekend okay. in order to balance it out and and I realized too that I was make I didn't make much money on Mondays and Fridays. I made majority of the money that I made was on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Wow. So it was like, why work on Mondays and Fridays when you're not productive? So mm-hmm. I switched the schedule. But golf is what helps me with that level of stress, cool. and to be able to to keep it off me. You know, and I and I tell Tamika all the time. I said, you know, that's just that's the way I get things off of me to make sure that I don't carry what's on me to somebody else. Right. You know. Right is to do that but i'm pretty even killed anyway you you it takes a little bit to get me mm-hmm. to another place yes, sir. but it's at the same time i do know that you have to constantly keep things off of you uh and to make sure that you you know you can stay in that place you know my grandfather used to always say if you don't tell people where to get off he's like they're gonna stay on <laughs> so you got to tell some folk too where to get off 
And and I do. I'm like, no, we ain't doing this. Right. This is how we're going to handle this. And if you can't handle this this way, then see you later. Bye. But, you know, you just have to find a place to do that. And, and a lot of times that's what happens with us in the black community, too, is that we don't find places of stress relief. Mm-hmm. And also the other thing, too, is that and, and it doesn't make you crazy. It keeps you from going crazy. If you get to a point where you can't handle it, get some counseling. Thank you. Therapy. Get some counseling. Yeah. Yes. Therapy is important. Yes, I did sir. it. I did it. I lost my father, my sister, and my grandfather all within one year. My God. And I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. I went and got counseling. Mm-hmm. I stayed in counseling for about three or four months. Yes, sir. But I needed it. Yes, sir. You know, and, and, and then that was necessary. Mm-hmm. I went through a divorce. I got counseling. Yes, sir. Because it is important that you allow yourself to get things that are on you mm-hmm. off and talk about it with somebody that's a neutral party that can help you uh, kind of sift through all of the, the things that you're unaware of and unforeseen and unknown to you to help you better understand how to move it and position it and put it in the right place. And it, and it helps, you know, you know, so that at that point, the next person that you meet in a relationship, you don't, carry all of that baggage from one relationship to another yes, sir. and creating another problem or family issues you don't carry it into your work environment right. because of you stressed on that side so you have to do some counseling to get those things off of you yeah or you won't do destructive things to, to yourself. yourself yes absolutely <laughs> yeah. you know make impulsive decisions right oh i was just emotional and i went and bought a car and you can't afford it mm. mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Now you're stuck. Right. Now you now you've exacerbated a problem. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is yeah. so important. I'm so glad you said that, because for some reason, why is that so taboo in the black community as far as going to get a therapist? Because we feel that only people that are crazy go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I ain't crazy. Right. Me. I'm, I don't want to be crazy, so I'm gonna go. Exactly. Yeah. You can get some help, and and, and it's good, you know. And, it is. Oh, well, they're going to be all right. No, Mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. You know, family sometimes um, can be the problem mm-hmm. versus versus helping with it. And, you know, <laughs> another one of my cliches is that I would say your friends will hurt you, but it's your family that will finish you off. Mm-hmm. True. So you have to make sure that and there's just certain things you don't share right. with family. That I agree. You don't because that is something that can 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 really create more of an issue for mm-hmm. you. And you just have to be be strong enough to know that you know what I need somebody who is totally detached mm-hmm. from this situation to help me understand how to move through it. Right. Yeah. Right. So but yeah, yeah. counseling and in golf has mm-hmm. done a lot awesome. to keep me in a place of peace. Awesome. Yeah. That's peace is so Yes, it's priceless. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is truly priceless. Now, Judge, um, uh, as far as, um, you know, your walk, your faith, how has applying your faith just to your everyday life, how, how has that been for you? It's been challenging sometimes Mm -hmm. because your faith wavers by what you see sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you feel as if um, God has forgotten you and Mm -hmm. forsaken you. And, you know, you're still doing the things that you know that you should be doing and doing the right things. And you don't see the results that you desire from those things. But, 
you know, your faith is challenged. But it, I think that's the most important time when your faith is challenged like that to really see what kind of faith that you have. Yeah, absolutely. You know, faith exists in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, I got faith. Once I get out of here, I can stand up and walk and go to go to my car. Yes, sir. I just got faith that that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But that could some situations where people can't do that. So, you you know, your faith is has to be built on something other than stuff Mm -hmm. and 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 that took some time for me as well because i had to learn that you know my faith is not built on knowing this stuff right here because this stuff is going to wither away or it can go away absolutely you know and it go back to that song that says my faith is built on nothing less than jesus blood and righteousness i dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean to jesus name yes on christ the solid rock i stand all other grounds are seeking saying so you know you have to think about that and 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 that I say that because you have to think about that because I used to get so mad growing up when my grandma and them would be singing. Why are they singing these old songs at church? <laughs> but it was to build you. Yeah, absolutely. From from that. And, and, and I can think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, songs like Blessed Assurance, yes. Jesus is Mine, yes. Oh, What a Foretaste, Glory Divine. You know, didn't know what it meant, mm-hmm. but as I got older, it, it helped me in my faith walk to understand that you know these are the things that got my folks over Mm -hmm. and it can get me there as well although it's a song that was written by a man but it was written from the heart of a man that had the heart of god so therefore the song has has validity it has meaning it has substance Mm -hmm. so you know i I draw from those types of things and and to understand how your faith and every now you know i still read uh read the Bible on a daily basis. I, I get it in while they, from an audio perspective or just reading it itself. Yes, sir. And that's to make sure that I can kind of stay, stay connected, not kind of stay connected, but stay connected yes, sir. and then pray every day. Absolutely. Pray every day. There you go. You know, and then it's one thing that I don't, I don't pray for money. Mm-hmm. I always pray God for opportunity. There we go. Amen. Because if I get the opportunity, then the money will come. Some people say, man, but you can pray for money. I get it. You you're right. You can. However, you know Paul says that this, things that solves problems is what money. Mm-hmm. It, it talks about. It. But the point is, is that I don't want money to be my focus. Absolutely. You know, I want God to be my focus. Absolutely. And then when He's my focus, then the money will will find That's me. That's right. And, and Lord knows, I've made a lot of money in real estate. Mm-hmm. And and there was a time where you know, hey, I'm the man. <laughs> You know, you, yes, you, your mindset is that way. Yes, oh, yeah, sir. you think it's going to keep falling. Uh-huh. And then and then when you hit that dry spot, okay, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, just fix this for me right now, <laughs> and I'm going to be all right. You know, but no, he was like, uh-uh, uh-huh. no, it, it ain't that simple. Right. So, you, you know, you got to go through so, through some things. So, I mean, so your faith is, is what gets me there. Absolutely. But my faith is not just a faith that is... Um, happened today mm-hmm. or yesterday. Mm-hmm. My faith happened when I was eight years old when I got Amen. baptized, Amen. and and how it's brought me through this. Where you know I, I should have been dead three times, and and I say this real. This is real. Mm-hmm. First, my mother, unbeknownst to her, gave me some spoiled milk when I was about two years old. I was about a year old, mm-hmm. and the doctors didn't know what to do. They had sent me home to die. And my grandmother said that um, I was, 
my mom was holding me in the bedroom uh, and a lady came and knocked at the door and my grandmother said the lady said you don't know me ma'am and I don't know you she said but the Lord told me you got a sick baby here she said can I see him and she did she came in she prayed she told my grandmother give him some goat's milk you have some goat's milk she said yeah my grandmother went to the kitchen to get some goat's milk came back asked my mama where the lady was she said she left grandmother went to the door to see her nowhere couldn't find her nowhere to be found Ooh. nowhere to be found that's the first time I was and then I was one day I was going home from school uh, with my aunt and uncle in in the car and y'all remember the big old uh, uh, Chevrolet Caprice classic uh-huh. big iron car <laughs> yes. and it I was sitting on the passenger side in the back seat by the window mm-hmm. and then my cousin came, got in, and he moved me over. Then my other cousin came and got in and moved me over. So I ended up in the middle, and then my other cousin, Tamika, was sitting to me on the left. Mm-hmm. And and uh, we were headed home, and we stopped at my grandmother's house to get a cake plate for my cousin to make his cake. Mm-hmm. We got on the expressway, hit a patch of ice, slid in the ongoing traffic, and the car got hit four times. Uh, my two cousins sitting next to me was killed. I was sitting in those spots where they got killed. Oh my God. And that's the, that's, the, that's the first time, the second time. Mm-hmm. The third time is that I was in Saudi Arabia, uh, in Iraq. Mm-hmm. And it was about 2.30 in the morning, and some say, get up. I got up out the bed, walked outside, and just kept walking. It was in, in Iran, and um, was doing the Gulf War, rather. Mm-hmm. And probably 20 minutes later, the barracks I was living in got hit by Scud missiles. Good Lord. So I feel I'm here for a purpose. Yes. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And so that keeps me going to understand that what I have to give, God has given it to me, so I got to share it. Amen. Yep. Amen. Powerful testimony. The Holy Spirit whispered to you. Yep. To get up. About 2.30 in the morning. Mm. Get up. I'm so glad you obeyed. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Yep. My God. Definitely. Ooh. Oh, Lord. Judge, what advice would you give somebody that's interested in going into the real estate industry? What is the first piece of advice that you would give to them? Don't get in it for the money. Hey, you heard that. Don't get in it for the money. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Because you're going to get disappointed real fast. Yes, sir. Because people think that, oh, I got a license, I'm going to make a million dollars. Well, mm-hmm. it, there's opportunity to do that. Yes, Don't get me wrong. But if that's your focus, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna start out hot and you're going to burn out real mm-hmm. fast. You're, you're not going to make it because here's what happens. When you start chasing money, you start doing things that chasing money will, will require you to do. Yes, and, and a lot of it is not legal. So you have to not chase money. You mm-hmm. should chase service. So if you're going to do this, you got to be sure that this is for providing a service. Mm-hmm. And real estate is a business. It's not a hobby. Yes, sir. A lot of people look at it as, oh, well, I got a license. It's a hobby. I'm going to do this part time. No, um, you don't need to. If you're going to do it and be entrenched in it, you need to do it on a full time basis mm-hmm. and to be able to understand the ins and out, the nuances. And it's like anything else. You're not going to be. You don't walk into a company the first day or or walk out of college or walk out of high school or somewhere the first day and get a job and be the CEO. Yes, sir. You got to learn what the business does and how it moves, how yes. it operates. Yes, sir. What's the heartbeat? You know, you got to understand that. 
and you got to understand how it's going to to affect you and which part of this you're going to play mm-hmm. you know with it and what's going to be your niche in the market yes, figure it out you may try several things but the point is that you got to figure it out and it's not an overnight success yes, you know i see too many of these these shows on um instagram and facebook oh i can have you making million dollar real estate deals and in in 60 days you know you be getting checks like this well all they want is your money Mm -hmm. to build their portfolio Mm -hmm. and then of course they're going to give you some information but they don't tell you that it takes consistency you got to keep doing this you got to keep practicing it one deal is what you get at 40,000 well where you gonna get the next one from Mm -hmm. you know you got to go out you got to do some work it just don't fall into your lap so you got to be willing to put in the effort Uh, and you got to be um committed to the process mm-hmm. not tied to the outcome you got to work towards the results and the results are established by virtue of the goals and the business plan that you've you've created for it awesome awesome you can't you can't even pay for that that's priceless thank you judge well thank, thank you. you so much how can my listeners um connect with with you and your real estate firm or even if even if there are some listeners that are already already real estate agents and brokers, but mm-hmm. would really love to benefit from your advice and expertise, how can they connect? With they you? can connect me through the website uh, Tap Academy ATL uh, is our Instagram. Tap Academy ATL is our website, mm-hmm. and Tap Academy ATL is also our uh, Facebook page. But of course, you can reach out to me, Judge Parker, on Facebook, and of course, I can direct you to whichever area that you need and we'll be able to get you moving in the right direction that you are looking to accomplish or or the goal that you're looking to accomplish yeah thank you so much judge well thank you for having me judge parker (laughs) y'all judge parker and that brings me to the end of spiritual fortitude father god thank you so very much for a beautiful episode thank you so much for my guest continue to bless him richly and cover his family father god may he continue to be a catalyst for what you need for him to be not only in the real estate arena but throughout the world we give you glory honor and praise and i just want to continue to ask for your love grace and mercy over us all in jesus name amen now stay tuned ladies and gentlemen i want you to continue to be locked in for more great praise and worship on spiritual situations Thank you.